Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons, and we're so glad to have you in our home today. We're so thankful that you have chosen to put the Word of God into your life today. Let's pray together. We're gonna get right back into the Word. Father, we love you, adore you, and worship you. We thank you so much for your Word, that you've given us your Word to stand on. You've given us your Word to walk on and didn't leave us alone to try to figure anything out on our own but you filled us with your spirit. You gave us Jesus and we thank you for it. We thank you for him. We thank you for eyes that see him, ears that hear him, hearts that understand him and who we are in him. And I'm asking you for your help today on this broadcast. And I'm asking you to to bless everybody who's watching it. Bless them with eyes that see and ears that hear. Bless them with hearts that understand who they are in Jesus and who Jesus is in them. We thank you for this and we give you praise for all good things in Jesus' name. Amen. Sarah, let's get right back into the word today. Last week, we began this series that we're calling Following the Leader. We're talking about being led by the Spirit of God and you can be led. Every single one of us who are born again and have the Holy Spirit living in us, you can be led by His Spirit. We talked last week about coming up to those intersections in our lives where the book of Proverbs says that the spirit of wisdom is speaking to us at the intersection. That means wisdom is standing there going, hey, I can tell you which way to go. You need to know if you need to go left, right, straight ahead. Ask me, I can tell you. But the scripture is also clear about the spirit of wisdom and people ignoring it. God crying out in the streets, crying out at the entrance to the city, crying out at these intersections like we're talking about, and yet people just ignoring it. And that's exactly what's happening outside the house every single day. People who either don't know God at all and just making decisions on their own, making decisions based on you know, following money, following pressure, following their head, what appears to be right. The Bible says there's a way that appears right, but the end is death. You don't want that. I don't want that. And that's why we began looking at Romans chapter 8 centering in on verse 14 that says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. This is the defining, distinguishing characteristic. This is the difference between us and them. This is the difference between people who are filled with the Spirit and those who don't know anything about that. Mm -hmm. We have the Spirit of God in us to lead us and to guide us and direct us. You think about what Jesus said every time he encountered somebody that he invited into his company, invited into his ministry. What did he very simply say to them? Two words most often, follow me, Mm -hmm. follow me. Now, I think in the church, we've taken that to mean, you know, follow me, become a Christ follower. That's kind of a in expression right now. Are you a Christ follower? I think so. I'm a Christian, if that's what you mean. Or do you follow Jesus? And I think people have kind of taken that to mean you adhere to maybe his example. That's good. It's wonderful. Maybe there's a certain moral conduct and code that you live by and you look to Jesus for that. Wonderful. That's good and that's right. But for some reason, I think people have disconnected that follow me thing from actually making decisions following him. And that's why we were talking on last week's broadcast about the spirit of God that Jesus promised us, the helper that he said we needed. He looked at his disciples and said, you boys need help. He said, I'm sending you a helper. And they're like, how could I, we need help? You're right here with us. Why will it be better for you to go? And weren't they upset about that? 
He said, it's better if I go. Yeah. And they said, no, it's not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but he, it would be better because the Holy Spirit, you, you had the advantage with the Holy Spirit, even yeah. over Jesus. Jesus could be in one place at one time when he walked on the earth. Yeah. The Holy Spirit could live in you, yeah. inside. And that's the, whole, that's the whole deal with being led by the Spirit. It's an inside job. Yeah. It's an inside decision-making. It's, it's, it's all the heart and not head. And, and again, that's what defines us and separates us from the rest of this world. Mm-hmm. When Jesus talked in Matthew chapter six about all the things that Gentiles, all that word means is people that don't know God, all the things they're seeking after, but he's saying, don't seek that. There's that, there's that, def- that dividing line right there. You live on this side of it. They're living on that side of it. You live on the faith side of life while they live on the, the sight side, the feeling side, yeah. the, the mental grasping and understanding side. He's saying, come over here with me on the faith side of life. And that's why we're calling this, calling this thing following the leader because we want that to bring back to your mind those early days. I mean, if you can think back as far back as kindergarten, maybe preschool, first grade. See, we've got Justice, our little boy who's in first grade right now. We've got Jesse who just started preschool, cutest thing in the world. But this, these are the kinds of things they're learning there. They're playing these simple little games, following the leader. The truth is, everybody is following somebody. Even people who think they're their own man, I'm my own woman, my own person, and I'm, I'm making up my own mind. No, you are following someone. You are following something. You think it's you all on your own, but it's not. You're following something. You're following your own past experience. That's your decision-making process. Well, this worked then, so we'll do it again. Or this didn't work then, so I'm not gonna do it. You're following money. I'm gonna move over here to this job, to this state, to this place, because I get a buck 25 more an hour. Well, that's money leading you. People following opportunity. This just seems like a good thing, so they're following opportunity. But the fact is, Sarah, if anybody's following any one of those things, then they are not following the voice of the Spirit. Now, praise God, the Spirit of God can lead you into a place that increases you financially. He can lead you into a place that does all of these things for you, but you have to, you've got to make up your mind that I'm going to go there because he told me and for no other reason. So while most people are following someone, we want to be following the one the one. And Jesus said, the Holy Spirit, he's not going to speak on his own. He's going to tell you what I tell him. And you know, Jesus didn't say anything unless he heard his father say it. So this inside information that you're talking about, this is a direct line to the throne of God. Mm -hmm. Wow. What an amazing thing to think that we can be led by that. And that when you step up to an intersection in your life, God, I got to know. I got to know what to do here. Left, right, straight ahead. Take the job. Don't take it this the right relationship or not, whatever it is, you need to step up to that intersection with confidence. God is speaking and I can hear him. Yeah, I think that's that's the trick of the enemy too, is to make you feel like this spirit-led life is hard. Right. And that uh, I don't know if I can hear or not. I don't know if, I don't know. What if I miss it? What if I do this wrong? Mm -hmm. But the truth is the spirit-led life is the exciting life. And it's an, a life of adventure. It's a faith adventure. Yeah. I mean, I, I know this not even a few days ago, I was looking for a house. 
Okay, we're believing God for a house. And I was just looking around and, and you know, the care will try to come on you to, in any decision. Or if you're, if you're coming up on something, if you can sense that God has something for you or you need to make a change in life, Care will try to sure. come on you at every intersection. The care tries to come. Right. But the difference between us and the world is we know what to do with the care. We know to cast sure. the care. And the other thing is, is to, to not just see things. Everything in life is based on perspective. What kind of perspective you have on the situation. And not to see every obstacle or every thing as a problem, mm-hmm. but to see it as an opportunity. I have another opportunity to have a testimony with God. Mm-hmm. I have another opportunity to have a story with God, uh, a story that teaches people about the goodness of God. And the other day I was, I, I started to feel that care come on me. Where are we going to live? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. What, what's the next step? And I felt like the Lord took me to Matthew chapter six where it talks about not being worried, mm-hmm. not being full of care about what you'll eat yeah. or what you'll drink or what you'll wear or anything that you need, any need. Don't be full of that care, that Which need. Which would and I, include and I, what you live in. Where you live. So yeah. I added that right there in, my, in, my, in Matthew chapter six, or where you will live. Not taking the care of it. But he tells you what to do instead. He says... Don't worry about all these things. These are all things. These are all not the necessary, not the one thing. Mm -hmm. These are all the distractions of life, the cares of life. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things Mm -hmm. will be added unto you. And I'm sitting there looking, and I'm searching the internet, and I'm driving around looking and doing all these things, and I can feel myself. trying, almost taking the care. And at that point, I just, I stopped and I said, you know what? I'm not going to let this be uh, a burden or care. I am going to treat this as a treasure hunt. Mm -hmm. This is an adventure. This is my faith adventure with God. And when I get to the end of this adventure and I get the answer and I overcome and I have, you know, an adventure, every good adventure, you have, you do, you play a game, you seek and you find, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're seeking an answer. You seek the Lord and you find something. Yeah. And you know, most people, they, they seek their mind and their reasoning and they seek out answers or they ask everybody else, what should I do that's in the this only situation? Place, that's the only place they know to look. Yeah. But we, we the, the sons of God, the children of God, mm-hmm. we are to seek the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Ask Him for His help. Ask him for his guidance. Ask him to lead us. And you know, the old in uh, Proverbs, it talks about how the spirit of man mm-hmm. is the candle of the Lord. Yeah, it's like your spirit, when you start to hear from God, will light up. Mm-hmm. And I've actually prayed this prayer: Lord, Holy Spirit, illuminate my heart, illuminate the answer, make it light up on the inside. Yeah. It's a lamp. Make it a lamp to me. You know, the even it also says that the path of the just is like a shining light. Yeah. It's a, and it grows brighter and brighter. We are to follow after light and he'll lead us with light and it'll light up on the inside. It'll give us joy and excitement. It'll stir us up. Mm-hmm. It's not just natural excitement like, oh, this makes me excited to think about having this or doing this, but it's something on the inside that stirs you up. It's your heart 
stirring up, being stirred up. Well, think about the simplicity of the concepts that Sarah's talking about right now. Again, this whole thing, what are we calling it? Following the leader. And then again, I think the Lord gave us that concept. And if I were to subtitle it, I would call it living the spirit-led life uh, made simple. The spirit-led life made simple. Because when you think back on being a young child and those early days, like we said a moment ago, you're learning to follow the leader. You do what the leader does. The concepts you're talking about go right along with that. Think back on being a kid. What did you love to play? Hide and seek. Yeah, you love to play treasure hunt. Yeah. Something's been hidden mm-hmm. and you got to go find it. Yeah. There's a simple concept in here. And, and how much fun and how carefree yeah. that was to just seek out what had been hidden. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that your future and the plan of God for your life, yeah, it's a mystery. And yeah, you want to know. And there are times when you think, I don't know what it is. But you need to realize that it's something that's been, it's been hidden, not from you though. God's not hiding things from you. He's hiding things for you. He's got things hidden and in there, they're in a place for you. And he's yeah. saying, if you want what I have for you, seek it. Seek, seek, seek it. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God. And again, what did we say a moment ago that, that there in Matthew 6, it's that dividing line while all the Gentiles are seeking the stuff, yeah. seeking the food, the clothing, the house, the whatever. He says, your father knows you need that. So seek him instead of that. Yeah. Seek, don't seek the outside, look inside. Yeah. See, when, no, when everybody else, they, the only thing they know to do is look outside. That's, that's limited perspective. It's limited view. All I know to do is look out here, look around, look at what others have done. Look at what my dad did and my dad's dad did and my dad's 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 dad. And you think, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Again, there's a way that seems right a way that appears right, but you got to learn to look inside. Yeah. We've got to learn to seek. Hearing the voice of God in our lives, being led by the Spirit of God is going to come down to your ability to seek it out like a child playing hide and seek or like a child playing, uh, look for that, looking for that treasure, a scavenger hunt. What did you say that the, the spirit of man's the candle? Mm-hmm. What is that? That's warmth and, yeah. and heat. And you think about in, a, in any great adventure like Indiana Jones or, or the Goonies. <laughs> it's a great one of my favorites. But they have a torch uh-huh. that they carry all through those caves and, and it's lighting up their way, lighting yeah. up their path. And they can't see where to go unless yeah. they have a light. It's true. And, some, and, some, and someone, for us, it's someone to lead us. Yeah. And all along the way while you're searching that out, what we were talking about, these little games that kids play, hot and cold. That's my favorite one. Right? That's how, that's how I see yeah. the Lord. I mean. And the closer you get to it, what's he saying to you? You're getting hotter. You're getting, you're getting hotter. hotter. And, and then you get away from it and you feel, oh, something's not, doesn't seem good. Something's not quite right. You're, I'm getting colder. And you can, you can sense mm-hmm. these things going on on the inside mm-hmm. of you. You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. Well, that takes place. That candle on the inside yeah. is getting brighter and brighter. Mm-hmm. And I think about, um, a little kid just learning to play these games, follow the leader. You know, it's such a simple concept. You look in front of you, you look at the grown up in the front of the room and you do what they do, mm-hmm. right? You look, at, you look at that person who's setting the example and you do that. But even at that young age, 
I told you about our kids, Justice in first grade, Jesse in preschool. Even down at that age, that's a distinguishing mark in a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Do they have the ability yeah. to focus long enough, pay attention to what the person in the front of the room is doing, and then do that? Yeah. And when they do, even as little kids, that gets celebrated. Yeah. We get these little report cards come home. Justice does so good at following directions. Yeah. Jesse's great at listening to instructions. In Jesus' name. You know, I mean, <laughs> that, that's She's a, only three. That's a distinguishing mark, even of a young child. But that's why, what did Romans 8, 14 say? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Yeah. But if you were to look that word up, you would find that he's talking about uh, a son, but not just a son, a mature son, mm-hmm. even as a little three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, there is a mark of maturity, perhaps above all the other kids in the class, mm-hmm. when they can just simply listen to instructions and follow. Yeah. Do what they're being told to do. Mm-hmm. When every other kid in the, in the class is contributing to the chaos, mm-hmm. a teacher will thrive on the one who just can just listen and do thank you. Thank you for being obedient. You know, thank you for just being able to hear what I'm telling you to do and do it. And that's valuable to a teacher. You taught second grade. You know what I'm talking about. How much more? How much more valuable to our father when he can find a kid of his who is not contributing to the chaos, but instead knows how to just simply look to him and be led. That's why we're making this simple. And I think that's why he's made it simple. Now, simple, not always easy, but simple. Why wouldn't it be easy? Because there's so much in this life and in this world that is vying for your time and your attention. Yeah. There are so many distractions, mm-hmm. things that are saying, hey, look over here, look over here, look over here. If look at have, me, look at me. If you're standing in a, if you're in a classroom and you're one of the kids and you've got 10 different teachers standing up the class saying, follow me, sure. follow me, follow me, follow me. And you're looking around that would and be you're confusing. like, it's so confusing. Which one do I follow? What do I do? Who's, you know, that is, that's noise. Yeah. And part of following the one voice is stripping away all the things that aren't important, mm-hmm. getting rid of the noise quieting yourself with the Lord, getting quiet, praying about one thing at a time, not 10 things at a time. I'm glad you're saying this because this is one of those, it's a very, very natural, very applicable key to being led by the Spirit of God. Years ago, I was teaching in a service and the Lord led me to do this example where I I brought up on stage, I had a television and a computer and a radio and just a lot of noise making stuff, you know? And um, I had them all going. They were all on. You could hear all of them at the same time. And I had them pumped through the PA system and it was coming out of those speakers in the church service loud. And so while those things were going on, I stood at the pulpit and just in a regular voice said, okay, I'd like you to open your Bibles with me tonight to Romans chapter eight. We're gonna look at verse 14. And people are like struggling to hear me. They can't hear. And I'm, so, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You can't hear what I'm saying to you. Well, let me do this. And I went one by one and began to shut those things off, turn them down, shut them down till it was off and there was no more noise except what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. And a mark and a sign of maturity in our lives when we step up to an intersection like that is the ability to recognize, okay, I got a lot of noise in life right now. Mm -hmm. 
And it's time to shut down some unnecessary voices. That's why there are a number of times in our life, we've had to shut the TV off for an extended period of time. We've had to shut some things down. Sarah's talking to you about uh, seeking the Lord regarding our, our next house. We're in this one now, but as you can see, the needs of the ministry has overtaken it, and we knew that was coming. So what are we going to do? Well, the temptation is to get on that computer. Let's go find it. Let's go find it. Let's go find it. Well, if we go look at a piece of property, did the Spirit of God lead us there, or did the internet lead us there? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you can't look online, of course, but why are you looking online? Mm-hmm. I have experienced Holy Ghost-led internet searches. You remember that time we did that meeting with some friends of ours and we were looking for a place to get together and we had looked online, looked on, looked on, looked and couldn't find anything. And I was standing at the sink one night and the Holy Spirit said, Google this. How many times have you heard the Holy Ghost say, Google this? (laughs) It's hard to find that in the scripture, but I know that I heard that. And he gave me the exact phrase. I went, I looked at that. Something popped up first thing on the page. We hadn't seen it. It was perfect. See, there's a difference here, and you got to identify what's pulling you in which direction. Everyone is following someone, but are you following the one? Yeah. That's what this is about. It's the Spirit-led life made simple. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I don't do anything that I didn't see my father do. Yeah. I don't say anything that I didn't hear my father say. What's another one of those kids' games that they used to play? Simon Says, right? Simon Says do this. Simon Says do that. But you're only supposed to do it if Simon said it. Yeah. And if Simon didn't say it, you're not supposed to do it. Well, how much more? Whoever Simon is, I don't know. I know who the Spirit is. <laughs> and if the Spirit says do it, do it. But if it wasn't him talking, don't do it. You can hear the voice of God. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.